0: Your host Sean. Let it be. The Mick. We got a really interesting Halloween and spooky episode today. We're talking about paranormal. Is this shit real? Uh, we are all gonna have some pretty interesting ghost and I guess demon stories to explain today. It's paranormal. Paranormal,
1: Paranormal. Well, Alright, what were you saying earlier, mate, that you believed in both?
2: Oh, we're talking about hauntings and demons and, and demons moment. and and what i was saying was um from what i understand you have uh, you have spirits right that haunt a place because they maybe have died tragically there so somebody either got murdered or their life was just cut to an end forever, guess, yeah forever. their tied. soul now is kind of tied to tied to that property that they're at I'm so mm-hmm.
0: glad you, you said that because I only I, I don't have any personal paranormal experiences, but the one where I've actually been, I'm, I'm so glad you said that their soul is tied to that, that building, that foundation, mm-hmm. that, that place. So it's pretty cool. And
2: then you have the other, which is uh, like a demonic haunting. I don't even know if they call it haunting, but that's what I'm going to use. And that's where um, demonic almost possession of either a person there... Or, uh, or that there was some, like, maybe some black magic done at that house or some witchcraft done at that house that opened the holes up to hell. And now you have Beelzebub chilling out in the closet and freaking everybody out.
1: There's oppression, there's something else, and then straight up possession.
2: That's right. But yeah, that's the two that, that I'm more familiar with. Oh, what, what, what's yours?
1: I guess. Unfortunately, the I have many, many paranormal stories that are personal, but this one is the creepiest one that I can think of. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I moved away from there. Anyway, but it happened in a church in the woods. I will not say what church it is, and I won't say the kid's name because I remember his name.
2: Kim, can I ask what denomination is Catholic, Baptist,
1: I don't know if I not say that either. Is it? I'll go ahead and say it I guess. Yeah, I think I heard
0: Methodist. Methodist. Methodist church. You don't right. ever hear about Methodist, Methodist church being on it or spooky. It's always Catholic churches. Like Well,
1: old, I never said that Catholic it was Catholic churches.
0: On. And I think that's what it is. It's like a lot of Catholic churches. Like, they have that Victorian style. I think it's because they're so old. Like, most Catholic yeah. churches are really old. They have a lot of history. Yeah. A lot of history. That's going to be another episode. Catholicism. Yeah. We're going oh, yeah. to get into that. Man, y'all yeah, are going <laughs> to hate me. <laughs>
1: No, I mean it's creepy because uh, the, the the church is not wasn't haunted or anything like that. It's just creepy where this happened. It's supposed to be hollow ground. I thought this wasn't supposed to. Well, hollow I ground, mean, you
0: mean graves, right? Uh, holy ground. ground, holy ground. Okay, yeah. I would think it'd be holy
1: ground. It's holy, holy pot, holy glory to transportation department in the highest. <laughs> Chad, the potholes are your fault. Anyway.
2: <laughs> Shout out to Chad, man.
1: Brother in I always say it's his fault. Every time. Bum, boom. Man, Chad.
2: Damn it, Chad.
1: <laughs> anyway, Veronica, don't kill me. Chad, um, anyway. if you listen,
2: listening to this, fix them damn potholes.
1: <laughs> He's trying. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the director.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's just going out. It's like a pothole superhero. Dun-dun-dun, I'm dun, dun. <laughs> Pothole Man.
1: What's that noise? <laughs> <laughs> right, it's okay. not paranormal, it's potholes. There you go, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Is it real? Potholes are real. means potholes. Potholes are definitely
0: real in the state of Louisiana. And
1: it's the strong hey, pothole.
2: Hey, but you want to hear something scary? You hit a pothole, bust a tire, and have to dish out of 350 bucks to fix it.
1: That happened to me in the middle of nowhere at 2 o'clock in the morning. Actually, I think it was 3 o'clock in the morning. That makes a lot of That's
2: sense. That's a witching hour. <gasps>
1: mm. It's the witch's fault. That's no right. wonder it rhymes beach. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm you not know Methodist. I just attended this church just because. Anyway, I saw uh, this little three-year-old kid. Uh, I'm not going to say his real name, because he might still live there. Let's say his name is Cletus. we are going to
2: call him Cletus? Yeah. Oh, Cletus.
1: <laughs> anyway. My um, name's
2: Cletus, going to go to church over here. What happened, to, what happened to good old Cletus? I already like this guy. Come
1: on, Cletus. Come
2: on, Cletus.
1: I don't know. I don't know where he's right <laughs> is. Last time I saw him, he was in third grade and I was in his classroom. But anyway. He was just a normal little three-year-old at the time, and um, this new little girl came in with her parents uh, at one service. And I just, it's almost like if love at first sight was real, I just saw him in his little uh, love at first sight moment with this little girl. He just had this look in his face like, oh. at first I thought it was cute. But his, I guess it's just his teeth. It just made it look creepy whenever he smile. So,
2: so Cleve is um, maybe some braces or some dental
1: work. He was three. I'll give him some space.
2: <laughs>
1: anyway I was like yeah it's, it's creepy but oh how cute because he was like <laughs> off
2: so and smack them
1: he was like it's like a a grown man like a gentleman leading a lady uh, uh, through all the rooms uh touching the small of her back just saying and this is our place where we sing so
2: please was a gentleman
1: yes it was
2: Good for, good for Cleus.
1: But at the same time, I'm like, he's three. And he's never acted like this before. He wasn't really like this chick. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I didn't think anything of it at the time. But I can't remember what happened after that. It was like a week later. He did something that was creepy. And I don't know why I can't remember what it is. But the next uh, Sunday after church was over, <laughs> um, uh, I thought, hmm, I'm going to go talk to this kid because that was just too creepy. Like, I was thinking demony. That, that's how creepy that...
2: So, so, oh, so how he was treating the girl.
1: No, not how... Something happened a week after that.
2: But what happened a week after that?
1: I don't remember. That's why it's, it's weird. Well, I this, this is
2: imperative to the story.
1: I know. That's why it sucks. But... <laughs> <laughs> but some, I remember something happened where it just creeped me out like, Oh, my God. Like, it's it, it went from creepy to, ooh, that's spooky, to... Holy crap, you know? Mm -hmm. And so the following week after that, this is three weeks after that little girl showed up, the little girl story. So after church, I I, I ran to the uh, kids' Sunday school room. All of the other kids were out. It was just that kid still playing with the toys. And he was facing the other way. I went in there really, really quietly. There's no way he could have heard me, especially a three-year-old that's in the middle of playing like, I know three year olds. But I was, I'm like at the door. It's not like I snuck up behind him and he could sense somebody behind him or anything. And he just, he, he stopped. He stood up. He dropped the toy he was holding, like, boop. And he turned around like he knew somebody, at least somebody was there. I don't know if he you knew who. But he turned around just halfway and he started smiling at me. And I'm like, oh. In my mind, I was going, I <laughs> <laughs> he was. He turned around halfway and he was looking at me. and He started smiling in that creepy little way.
2: Three-year-old creeper look. See, oh,
1: can, it can he, first, look. Remember that movie Terrifier you told me about? He was kind of like that, only with no makeup.
2: Well, here's the thing: kids, kids can be when they do crap like that. They are. That's the creepiest.
1: I know, but I, I, I'm used to being around three-year-olds specifically, and mm-hmm. I know how they act in every single way, single way you can think of. This was creepy, and he hadn't even said anything yet. Hold up, and he turned all the way around, and some something in him was just like, "Oh my God, this does not look like that little boy that I always talked to." Let me
2: guess, he said, "I need to talk to you about your car insurance."
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I did not want to save three hundred bucks on car insurance. Um, (laughs) He didn't look like a lizard. He didn't look like a guy.
2: A gecko. A <laughs> whatever. Gecko gecko. Whatever. It hey, looked
1: like look the geckos. No, um, but he just turned all the way around. I'm like, are you Cletus? what do he say? He looked at me really weird, he goes and he didn't say anything at first. He just started laughing creepily. And I already know this kid. He does not act like this. He acts like a normal three year old. He would have like already been out running with the other kids or running up to me going, uh, hey, Lindy. hey, blah, blah, blah. He's just standing there looking creepy, laughing. And I'm like, so what is your name? <laughs> it's creepy. Oh, my God, he's going to tell me a even name. But he sticks to continue to laugh. And I said, uh, Cletus, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm not Cletus. I said, excuse me? He does not play like this. This particular kid. There, like, there,
0: so there, all this, all this is, is taking no place in,
1: inside a church.
0: Yes, inside a church. Yes. Okay, that's weird.
1: But the whole, you know, to some people hearing this story, they're like, "Oh, he's just playing, or whatever." No, it was. It felt creepy in there. Like you yeah. can, you can. It sounds sounds weird, but it is it, weird. To, to say it, I've never really said this story out loud, maybe to uh, Row, I have. But um, it just felt evil.
2: Yeah, you can feel evil. You know what evil is. Yeah. Like, my, like my, my mother-in-law's around. Wow. <laughs> the little <laughs> hairs stick up to the back of my neck.
0: That was actually a good
2: paranormal story. Uh, no, I, 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 my, my first off, let me say this. <laughs> I don't know if my mother-in-law's in the podcast, but I just want to say I love you. My
1: mother-in-law. www. It was just
0: <laughs> Facebook a joke. Um, Slash the QE guys.
1: <laughs> Leave the Mick a comment.
0: That's right. <laughs> oh, um, speaking of comments, Mick, you actually have a president of your fan club now. Really? Yes. Oh.
1: What?
0: Her name is Amber K. Um, she loves your point of views on everything, and she is a she is a feminist, but she's not a pink hat feminist. She's not one of these that all all men are evil. All men must die. Oh. Well, Amber K, man, thank you, thank you so much. It, was it What do
1: you that. mean, a
0: fan club? She started making fucking fan club. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, I don't have a fan club. Not yet.
1: Girl, I thought we were supposed to stick together. That y'all's motto.
0: She's a personal friend of mine, and she's not even the president of my fan club. Hey, you you leave my fans alone because online. you
1: suck. Jeez. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. love you. Ah, uh, but no, 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 <clears throat> I wasn't done. There's more, but wait, there's more.
2: <laughs> so, 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 okay, so let's just bring it back. Okay, so now we're in the room with Cletus. He turned around, said some really crazy stuff. You're not feeling right.
1: hmm
2: Okay, now, then what happened?
1: Um, well, I kept on asking him what his name is, and at this point, I was like, this dude is possessed." So I'm trying to get, like, the real demon name to tell him to go away. <laughs> I don't care who thinks that's crazy. It, that stuff is real. I believe it. You weren't there anyway. Um, but he wouldn't tell me his name. And it's creepy. And so the, after uh, me continuing to ask that, and he kept being all creepy and just laughing at me, I thought he was going to float up in the air, y'all. That's how creepy it was. <laughs> but uh, after that, he just ran out of the room. And after church that Day we were having um a little get together and eating in the other building, so he was headed over there. It's like oh fabulous! I want to go home. <laughs> That's what I want to do. Right. Right? Well, just so happens my uncle was there visiting, so he came with us. He's a preacher. After the thing was over, or well, actually when it was almost over, he came. Uh, um, um, my uncle came over there to me, and he was like, there's "Something up with that kid."
2: <laughs> so I'm even like, your uncle knew, knew something, and he didn't even know this kid.
1: Mm-mm. He didn't know him from Adam, and I didn't say anything to him. I didn't say anything to anybody. Right. And then later on, I saw that same kid looking at him across the room. My um uncle looked at him, he was like putting his uh, two fingers to his eyes and it, pointing them at him like, I'm watching. You. So Cletus was doing this? No, my uncle was.
2: Oh, your, your, your uncle was doing this to a three year old. <laughs>
1: Well, I don't think he was really talking to the three-year-old, in my opinion. Oh man! But, um, but I don't know what he, he did. Something else, and the little uh, kid was like, and Cletus uh, had no smile on his face. After that, he went from smiling creepily like that terrifier clown to, oh crap! And then he ran out.
2: So almost like if he was. So, so we're talking about possession. Yes, is what we're talking about. So basically, what you're saying is once the Whatever entity possessed this kid was recognized.
1: They're like, "Oh, they see." Me. Yeah,
2: it didn't like that.
1: He didn't care if I saw him, but he cared that my uncle saw him. Right. And I was like, I figured it's because he was a preacher. No. That, as far as I can remember, that's one of the very, very many stories that I had. We'd be here all day. And, that
2: that is that is creepy though. Yeah, that's especially uh, first off, in the a kid is three. Church, three year old kid possessed, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, nobody, that's like the mm. scariest person that could be possessed is a little three year old.
2: That's what I'm telling you. Kids are the creepiest <coughs> when it comes to stuff like that. Like, remember, uh, was it the movie The Omen?
0: Oh, dude, that's that is Damien. why Damien. Da, oh.
2: That is why that movie's so scary is because it's a kid, mm-hmm. and the kids are the what? What was he? It was the Antichrist. The Antichrist, yeah.
0: He was the so, son of Satan. Man.
2: And, or like if you see any scary movies and they have like the little dead zombie babies or the dead ghost babies, they're just freaking scary. Uh,
1: The only thing I can think of. Possessed that
2: was, baby dolls.
1: Oh, Lord Jesus.
2: Chucky? Yes. Okay, that's why Chucky did so well. Okay. Because people are scared shitless with little. People. People. Yeah.
1: Mm. Don't group us all in the same
2: <laughs> basket. <It's>, <laughs>
1: that's, <laughs> that's, I'm <four laughs>
2: What was yeah. the, al- <laughs> the albino dwarfs. Oh, yeah, the grunge. <laughs> the, the grunge, grunge <laughs> man. Um.
1: That sounds terrifying. But no, actually, I actually forgot about this until just now. I never felt that creeped out until like before I moved down here. And I swear, it was like the same little bout of creepiness. Uh, like as far as demony y thing right. things go it was when I was dating somebody and he was creeping me out he already had issues with I don't remember if he needed to take something or he was off whatever he was supposed to be taking I do not know but it was PTSD related because they had been overseas and they had to like shoot a 14 year old kid because he was pointing an RPG at him or something like that
0: I just want to say not all PTSD incidents from military. Oh, well, absolutely not. I know,
1: but this
0: yeah, this is him. Have you ever been to DMV? <laughs> yeah. 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 PTSD right there. This is actually a good, this is a good intro into the one that, uh, the paranormal story that I have. Um, I didn't experience anything, but mine is on, there's a couple names for it, actually. It's called the Ben Loman Hotel. The Bigelow Hotel, and it is in Ogden, Utah. It's about 30 minutes north of Salt Lake City. The Ben Lomond Hotel was constructed in 1927. That's when it changed its name. It was built on top of the existing hotel, the Reed Hotel, which was a 140-room, five-story hotel built in 1891. This hotel has some history. In 1926, the hotel went under complete construction and was transformed into the Ben Lomond, The haunted hotel... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually one of the three most haunted places in the U.S. on most uh, paranormal sites or ghost story sites.
1: What's
0: the other two? Uh, one of them actually is the one that uh, you and Roe went to. The one in Colorado. Oh, the Stanley Hotel?
1: Yeah. That is great. And there's one in
0: New York as well. So oh. there, it's three hotels. Yeah, and when somebody says
2: it's like the top three, if I go to those top three, I better see something.
1: If you go to Stanley Hotel? You're I know.
0: better see something. Or you'll hear in 1926, the hotel went under complete construction and was transformed into the Ben Lomond. The hotel actually recorded its first death in June, uh, on June 28, 1891. William Steele was found de- dead in his hotel room around 10 o'clock p.m. He was found dead in his bed. The deadly culprit in his death was tuberculosis. He died of natural okay, causes. Okay, so natural causes. Right. Okay. Um, after this death, there would be eight more deaths up until 1926,
2: you said demolished. They demolished the hotel? Right. And I'm going to get into that once I get into that. I'm, okay. Getting to, to okay. Okay. I'm getting ahead of you. Yeah. In 1926,
0: it was reconstructed and renamed into the Ben Lomond. Uh, most of these deaths from, you know, the nine deaths were due to old age and from you know, natural causes. Okay. However, not all of the deaths were innocent. See, this
2: is where we get to the haunted stuff. People dying crazily like that.
0: The first of the tragic deaths was Helen Van Allen. She was found with a bullet wound to her head. But she died tuberculosis. No, that was, that was William Steele. So okay. to the back of her head,
1: did
2: she have dirt on Helen? Did she shoot herself twice <laughs> the back of the head to commit suicide?
1: Sorry. Absolutely not. <laughs> um,
0: she was found with a bullet wound to her head by her husband and a bellboy on September 8, 1902. So, 1891... Uh, the first hotel opens, and then you have William Stu died from tuberculosis mm-hmm. in his bed. And then, in all the way, what is that? 12 years, 11 mm-hmm. years? So, the, the first tragic death is in September. The 4th. first murder. Or, tragic w- death. W- we're saying, is it suicide or murder? Tragic death. Tragic death. So, we're not classifying. Right. Tragic death was in September of 1902. Okay. The first accidental death was um, a newly hired cook by the name of Asugi Nakano. Uh, to
2: Toasting a toaster too long. And I
1: thought the Japanese should know were way on the kitchen. It's an accidental
0: death. <laughs> <laughs> the first accidental death was a newly hired cook, Asugi Nakano, who fell to his death when he fell in the elevator shaft three stories. the no, no, wait. When was that? When he fell in the elevator shaft, he was immediately pre- pronounced dead. So the fall the killed moment. him. He, he died on September 26, 1921. So from 1902 to 1921, there's no deaths. None. Mm. And then from 18, what is it, uh, 1891
2: to 1902,
0: there's none. So what, what, so here we go. Tell me why. All right. In 1926, the hotel was completely demolished, and the new Bigelow Hotel was built on the existing foundation of the Reed Hotel. The Reed Hotel was the hotel built in 1891. The Bigelow opened its doors on June 3rd, 1927. Unfortunately, it didn't take death long to walk through its new doors. So then what happened? Who died? On March 9th, 1929, Almost my birthday. Dan Rollins had caught Edward Spellman, Attacking and I'm using quotations, attacking. He was actually raping. His uh one of Dan Rowland's friends' his wife, who had went up to his room and went to sleep. She was Whoa, drunk.
2: whoa, 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 hold up. So did this dude raped his friend's wife? Yes. Yeah, yeah that's, that's messed up. Okay,
0: and unconscious wife at that. I'm uh, sorry. Wow. Rollins was escorting Spellman after he caught him down to the lobby and you know, there was a scuffle. Why was she
1: unconscious?
0: She was she was intoxicated. She there was a party. Um she, she had Drank a little too much. Did she he wanted a, to
1: keep the party going, I guess? The messed up criminal party? Did, oh, yeah.
0: have, did, did he sign the contract? He did not sign the contract. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rollins was escorting Spellman down to the lobby. You know, there was an altercation. Well, hell yeah, there would be an altercation. Yeah, did, the dude just got caught in the middle of the yeah. Okay. I'm surprised he didn't kill him right there. Well, I'm getting getting Oh, him. man, I, I keep... This is good.
2: This, I'm sorry... This is good. Go ahead.
0: Mr. Spellman actually went to take a swing on Dan Rollins, okay, and he missed. Miss Rollins then ducked and connected with a punch of his own, knocking him square in the jaw, according to
2: uh, accounts of people that were there.
0: Right. Okay. Uh, when he hit him, Spellman fell. Uh, he smashed his head on the wall on his way down. The force killed him almost instantly. It was later discovered that Edward Spellman died from a ruptured artery inside his head, so he fell hard. Well, yeah.
2: But, you know, I, I I want to stop you right there. A lot of people don't realize how many people are really hurt, like, when you get in a fight. People don't realize you knock somebody out, and they fall, and they hit their head. That's where the damage is done. Not from the punch, but from when they fall and hit their head on the ground. People don't realize how dangerous that is. They
1: bounce. Yeah. I know. I bounced three and, times when I had blood taken.
2: You know? But it, I'm sorry, just, just to, but, but just to, to to verify what you're saying, that's totally believable, right? right? That happens any a lot,
0: right? People die like that. Dan Rollins was actually charged for the murder. He was later acquitted, so you know it was one of those self-defense type things. Mm-hmm. The hotel changed its name to the Ben Lomond Hotel in 1933 when Mariner Eckles purchased the hotel, did some renovations, and changed the name. So it goes from the Reed to the Bigelow, to the Ben Lomond. Now, is this
2: because they just wanted to
0: keep the negative? Okay. The new owner actually got his first taste of death's brew in 1939, six years later. Two men, this one, okay, I'm going to, this one is really weird. Two men exited a cab at the hotel. They got into the elevator. They rode it to the top floor, then proceeded to jump out of the window, one after the other. That's that, all, that's all not. That,
2: that, that sounds like a, that sounds like one of those suicide
0: factors. Yeah. It was later discovered, though, that Glenn Jackson and Elmo Chapman, yes, his name is Elmo, Elmo Chapman, <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: did he tickle him? Tickle me. <laughs> they, uh, it was,
0: they discovered that they lost their jobs and, you know, it was 1939. So they just, so they jumped. Yeah, they're, they're done. Yeah. yeah.
2: I guess, but you know what sucks when, when people did that, not to get off subject, but, I'm, I'm taking these guys had families,
0: probably. Yeah, I mean, this that's, is this is Utah, man. This is Mormon country. Yeah, man. 30s. That's 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 the cheap way out. Yeah.
2: They probably had like a shot of alcohol and then
1: felt like they sinned and they had to go. <laughs> I'm just playing. <funny. laughs> I know nothing about that religion.
0: <laughs> so they, they they jumped to their death and then and um, then what? And that was it. They the they later discovered that they lost their jobs and that's why they jump to their to their death basically. Mm -hmm. The next one, so from at the end of 1939 when these two gentlemen jumped, there was no recorded deaths in the hotel from 1930 to 1950. So there was a quite eleven year.
2: Well it seems like the this hotel has spurts of quiet and then tragic. Does the date does the date people have died have anything to do with
0: it? Not that I know of. Mm -hmm. What I'm going off of these are the actual facts. These are Death certificates, right. newspaper articles. This doesn't include the legend and lore. But I actually stayed at this hotel last year for six months. Did you see anything? I'm going to get into that. At the end. Okay, here we go. All right. So the next death occurred on July 16th, 1951. So there's no no school in July, right? A local teacher, Miss Donna Anderson, jumped from the ninth floor, dying on impact when she hit the roof of the lobby outside of the hotel window. So she immediately died.
1: She probably didn't want August to
0: come. <laughs> <laughs> she got her way. I'm just saying. And then again,
2: from
1: 1951 to
0: 1974, only two deaths were recorded, both from natural causes. So you got you kind of have to you kind of have to get rid of the natural
2: causes. I mean, people die. You know, they're old, they have diseases, whatever. It's the tragic. It's the tragic. Then
0: 1976 rolls around.
2: Hey, you're going to tell me something bad, aren't
0: you? The most horrific. Here we go. And recent murder took place. On October twenty fourth, nineteen seventy six, the ho- Cletus was there. The hotel clerk, Henry Topping Jr., was found brutally murdered on the hotel lobby floor. He had been stabbed a record forty-four times. I really did not like this guy. Somebody
1: tried. he tried to rape somebody's wife?
0: No. He was just he was there at work. Sounds
1: like the type of thing you should do to a rapist. Yeah, the
0: wrong guy got stabbed. The police officers <laughs> then arrested and charged and prosecuted a 15-year-old boy for the murder. Was he Cleese? <laughs>
1: Maybe he was possessed at the time and
0: that's why he did it. Oh, a lot man. of the lore behind the hotel is actually backed by factual evidence. And that's, and that's
2: the scary part. If you can prove all this crap happened...
0: There's other parts of the... Of, there's a, a big legend about the hotel. I can't tell you a date, I can't tell you a year because mm-hmm. I didn't get all that information. But there was a bride. This hotel rents out rooms. You know, it's 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 a really beautiful hotel. It's extremely extravagant. You know, it's, it's beautiful. You have a view of mountains everywhere you look. This the city is in a in a valley and it is just beautiful. There was a legend that a bride on her honeymoon committed suicide in the bathtub in room eleven oh one.
1: Why? She really
0: didn't want to marry him. It's like a range marriage. The next day, her son came. Whoa, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, She had a son. She had a son. Mm-hmm. She did. The next day, her son came to collect the rest of her belongings, and he was so struck by the death that he committed suicide. Oh in, my god! In room eleven hundred two. Jesus! A woman claimed to have seen both the mother and the son, and committed suicide in room 1102. Oh my god! Now see, now we're getting to the good stuff,
2: right? I oh think man, that's
1: called good stuff for people. Well, the no, symbols. but I'm,
2: I'm, i I'm like the creepy stuff. Like right. Here, yeah, This is because here's the thing. When whenever you hear stuff that like, like that, like the unexplainable, us as humans, we try to roll in our brain all the different scenarios that could happen. What if this happened? What if that happened? But when it's unexplainable, it's that's where it gets you. That's, that's where it gets scary That's energy. the scary
0: part. Right? Yeah. The lore behind the hotel is actually backed by a lot of factual evidence. There's, you know. There's tons of paperwork that prove a lot of this stuff. Guests at the hotel have continuously reported receiving phone calls with no one on the other line. Knocks on the door when they go to answer, nobody's there. Uh, the scent of very old perfume uh, fills certain spots in, in the hallways. Uh, elevators seem to have a mind of their own, randomly going or stopping on floors. Do the doors always seem to open and close without warning, without buttons being pushed? Uh, extreme cold spots throughout the hotel. Disembodied voices echoing periodically. And last but not least, many guests claim to see full body apparitions only for them to vanish a few few moments later. Now, I personally stayed at this hotel. I did witness the elevator thing. A lot of the times the elevators would be down, actually, because they kept calling it a technical motherfucker. Mm-hmm. The elevators like they would open on a floor. I would be the only person in the elevator. And I would my room was uh I was on the, the ninth floor where this lady jumped. The room the elevator would always stop on the seventh floor. Always, for no reason. Oh. there would, And when the doors would open, you'd think, oh, somebody pushed a button. Yeah, and there's nobody there. There's no one there. And the button on the outside is not pushed or nothing. And the other thing that I did notice, um, just walking outside of the elevator, through our room on the ninth floor, there would be, like, there would be an extreme, and this is Utah. This is in the middle of the desert. There would be extremely cold spots. And we're talking a couple feet, maybe, maybe two feet wide. You'd walk in and you would look like oh you know there's an air conditioner bin there was no air conditioner bin yeah and that's, that's
2: something like the that's another thing like with cold spots changing temperature
0: right uh, we did um we did actually have one knock on the door mm-hmm. one and we looked and we're like we start laughing about it we were all drinking and stuff it was after work and there's there. that was that was the extent of
1: nobody there but bear
0: yeah <laughs> I didn't see anything outside of the norm and if any of our listeners can't actually go to the hotel, I would. Dude, this town is amazing. Like I've never been to such a beautiful place in my life. And yes, Ogden, Utah, Utah,
2: and and I've noticed like um this is kind of off awesome. subject when uh whenever you, you go to like the north uh, the northwest the mountains and everything that is such beautiful country.
0: Right, man, it's so I amazing. Um, the movie The Sandlot. do You remember the baseball movie? Yeah, yeah. It was actually filmed in Ogden. Really, really. really. Every year. They have a they they screen the movie free in the parks in in Ogden. There's a few of them, and it's free for everybody. And you know they bring their, their kids and their wives and their husbands and they go watch the movie. That's cool. They that's uh seeing lot. Yeah, that's where it was filmed. I didn't Ogden, Utah.
1: You said this hotel is in the middle of a valley. and You could see mountains everywhere.
0: Mountains surrounding 360.
1: yeah. Well, that's just like Stanley Hotel. I wonder if mountains have anything to do with it.
2: Have
0: y'all heard of uh,
2: the Myrtles Plantation? Yes.
1: But of course, it is in our state.
2: It is, it's in St. Saint, Saint Francisville. So you go down to St. Francisville.
0: It's just north of Baton Rouge, correct? Mm-hmm. What is it about an hour? Uh, I believe so. So
2: when you go down there, the, the thing that strikes me is how beautiful the place is. You have uh, these old oak trees and, and just the yeah, scenery and you have a lot of plantations down there.
0: One of the things that makes the Myrtles famous is because of the road that leads to the house is covered in oak trees on both sides. Yes.
2: yes. It's very beautiful. If y'all ever, if you, if you don't live in Louisiana and you ever go to a, a plantation, plantations are beautiful. They're beautiful. The, the structures of the, of the homes there, it's just everything is, is, is just over the top. And the one I want to talk about today is the Myrtle's Plantation. In the Myrtle's Plantation, it was built in uh, 1796. When it was built, <clears throat> its history has had a lot of a lot of deaths. We're talking about deaths and tragedy. But this particular incident it is what I think gives the Myrtle's Plantation its uh, its reputation.
0: It, yeah, because I know for a fact that it, it does have a lot of history there. I think it's one... I don't want to say it, but... I think it, it is one of the oldest in Louisiana, correct?
1: I'm not sure.
0: Well, as of 1796,
2: you, you had a lot of plantations coming up. But it's in that era of, of when the plantations and, and slavery and, and everything going back to that history. So we're going we're gonna to bring it back down. We're going to go to the time of uh, the guy who owned it uh, at the time. And this was, uh, it's, like I said, it was built in uh, 1796 by uh, General David Bradford. It's on 600 acres of land. And trust me, I've been there. That 600 acres is amazing. I mean, if you really want to go somewhere and check out some awesome stuff, and, and the Senior Myrtles Plantation is the, is the way to go. When you go, let's see. We're going to go to... Myrtle's plantation, uh, a ghost called Chloe. Okay, now Chloe was a slave. Uh, she was a woman. She uh, she worked more in, in, in the house, right? She was a, a house slave and also a mistress.
0: So she did most of the cooking and the cleaning,
2: oh, right? And, and, stuff and, like that. and took care. Of the I don't kids. remember her
1: being the mistress.
2: Well, mm-hmm. that's where this all comes in. Is she was she was the mistress? Clark Woodruff. Clark Woodruff was a plantation owner at the time. What happened was because she was the mistress of of, of uh, uh, Mr. Woodruff, right? She had they had a love affair, and you got to remember he was married and had two kids. Well, on this one occasion, she would she would be nosy and and listen into private conversations she wasn't you know allowed to be a part of. One time, uh, he was speaking of matters nobody really knows what. But the way the, the folklore, fork, folklore goes, we try to say that. Yeah, the folklore of it goes is she was listening through a keyhole of a yeah of a conversation Mister. Clock was having, and she was caught, and he didn't he didn't like it. So when he opened the door and she was there, he got her and cut her ear off. So as punishment. So she wore a green turban around her head to hide the scar. Now over time, she just became enraged and hated Mr. Clark because you got to understand she was a mistress, but she had feelings for him. Right, so human. Right. So now, now jealousy comes a part in this. So she decided, you know what, I'm gonna kill him. So she makes so
0: a, she's gonna kill Mr. Clark. She's gonna Clark. kill Mr. Clark. Okay, and Mr. Woodruff was the plantation owner and that lover.
2: Clark, yeah. Okay. Lover, lover, mis- that was that was his mistress, right? I, and I'm not even sure if his wife knew about this. Because uh, he was married. He had kids. So Oh she knew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> So, to get him back, what, he, what she was going to do is she was going to bake a cake. And she used oleander leaves. And um, I didn't know this about oleander leaves, but oleander leaves are really toxic. And uh, There's a won- movie
1: called The Oleander. You didn't see that
0: one? White oleander. Yeah.
1: I, I don't you know, know one I of those movies it. that's in this the room closet. that you've never seen. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're
1: She used arsenic.
2: Uh, No, it's it's uh, the 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 way it is is the oldenander leaves. I I, I don't think they had like a uh, you know the black market and internet to ship in some arsenic.
1: I thought people used to use that for killing rats.
2: uh, Yeah, yeah, you can use it to kill rats. But I mean, at the time, I I don't, I can't see it was being readily available. But
0: right, but I get what you're saying.
2: Being being in the times, it makes so much sense that she knew of plants that were poisonous and used that to her advantage. So she makes this
1: cake. Wait, oleander grow in Louisiana? I don't know. I didn't know that. Where'd she know. get the oleander? I would think the arsenic is better to be accessible to than oleander's.
2: Where, where else would you... How, where is she going to get arsenic? O- other, other. They're not going to sell arsenic at the store in the 1700s
1: it there just go the it. apothecary had it just
2: go where's an apothecary at in st francisville Rouge, an hour away okay y'all shut up let me tell the story <laughs> anyway so we're, I'm, we're on oleander leaves okay <laughs> all right she found her some damn oleander leaves she crushed them up and she made a poison she put it in this cake now when she put it in this cake it was on the terms of him eating this cake. But guess what? It kind of backfired. It wasn't Mr. Woodruff that ate the cake. It was Mr. Woodruff's wife
0: and two kids.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember that
0: part. I've, I've never heard of this. I do not remember that part. And they died.
2: Well, after looking into it, Mr. Woodruff realized that it was Chloe who did it. So he hung her.
1: I wonder how he found out. Was she stupid enough to say, I did it?
2: And I I don't even know if she confessed to it. Uh, And here's it. This is all speculation, so we don't know exactly what happened. But what we do know is that he hung her, and now, to this day, people still taking pictures in the Myrtles Plantation i catch glimpses of a dark shadowy figure that looks like it's
0: wearing a turban around the ground. So, right there, if you Google um, the Myrtles Plantation haunted pictures, there's actually a, a photograph that they are still debating whether or not it was photoshopped. Right, because they cannot legitimately prove that this photo was photoshopped. But I tell you what, and you see the green turban. But
2: I tell you what, man, I've okay. I am what you call a skeptic. I believe, but I'm a skeptic. But here's the deal. Me being a skeptic, there's just been too many things that I've seen in my life to where I shouldn't be. But I still am. And I actually went on a couple occasions to the Myrtles Plantation. I have witnessed some crazy, crazy things that have happened. And before I get into that, we also got to understand that not just pictures of, of Chloe, but there's a mirror that I saw when I went there, that right. they say you can take a picture and then there'll be an app, uh, there'll be a... uh, uh Yeah. <laughs> when you take it and see it. And we didn't see that. Um, the one thing that we did, one thing that happened was the group that we were in. Because when you go to the Myrtles Plantation, it's a tour. And uh, yeah, you can call it a ghost tour. But it's it's really a tour of, of the of the main house. And, and, and in the quarters. Yeah. Right. So... There, and they even said this it says yeah a lot of times you know you'll see somebody in the tour that is, is out of place and then you know, won't see them again and people have that as an apparition of somebody in that time close. And the thing is when you go in there, everything it, you are automatically brought back to like the 17 1800s. So to see something like that it really isn't out of place. But then, when you are in the group, which happened to me, and you see somebody dressed in that attire, and then you go to the next room and they're not there anymore, and you're like, "Hey, what what happened to the guy that was dressed up in, in the you know Victorian era suit?" And they're like, mm, "There's nobody dressed up like that." Yeah, you know, it, it kind of makes the pair on the mix. But
1: they up. could be lying.
2: Or they could be. You're right. Every everybody <laughs> could be lying. But when you see with your own eyes. It, it, it takes a different different approach. So, the that was weird, and then the one thing that happened to me that just sold me on it, sold me that this place was haunted, was this. Uh, me and my me and my now wife went there, and we were going through the tour. If you've ever been, you know they have the it's the bottom floor, and they have this huge living room um, that the windows are facing out towards back towards the road,
0: right? The main highway, right.
2: Well, there's a couch. It's a green couch, and then they and then they have these um, uh, curtains. Now, if people don't know, like, in, in ever been to a plantation, you notice that the curtains that they have on these windows are extremely long, and there's more material at the bottom than they need. Well, that was a sign of wealth. It's basically saying, "Look, I, you know, all I needed was like four foot curtains, but I got twenty foot curtains because you know." I got, I got to the got Because
1: I'm an hole and I'm you know? a-hole.
2: <laughs> So it is beautiful the way they have it set up. But I noticed on this couch where the cushions are, I noticed there was imprints in the cushions. And the imprints looked like, say, a small child was putting their knees on the couch looking out the window. And then they got up, and then that was left. So I, I, I pointed that out to my wife. I was like, do you see that? She's like, yeah. I wonder if they did that on purpose, you know, to kind of, you know, get us to look.
0: Right. With the speculation of it. Right, right.
2: Right. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go over there and I'm going to spread these cushions out smooth. And that's what I did. I waited for the, because uh, where they were going next was a small room past the living room. And then um, I think it was a, it was like a small dining area. And then we came back out. So I smoothed all these cushions smooth. I, I mean, I plumped them up, okay? There was no way these indentures were coming back in there unless somebody sat back in there. So I went in there and we were talking. And another thing they were talking about is like door handles. Door handles over there will just start moving on their own and things like that. So we go back out of that room, back into the living room where that couch was. Don't you know, those imprints on those cushions were back in
1: the couch.
0: Now no
2: way. kids
1: are
2: creepy. I, and that's what I was saying when you were talking about the... <laughs> Cletus. Oh, Cletus, man. The, Maybe the,
1: this was Cletus. The
2: scariest things are when it's kids, because you got to understand, these kids, think about it. These kids ate a cake. They were all happy, and they ate a cake, and they died a horrible death and on the hands...
1: say mean.
2: Yeah, on, uh, from the hands of a disgruntled slave. I guess all slaves would have been disgruntled,
1: but I'm just saying.
2: Yeah, I'm just saying. (laughs) I would think a little bit more than disgruntled. But here we have we have this tragic love story, is what it is. And you have some somebody who isn't going to get what they want, and then who was punished for being nosy, and then she tried to get back at him.
0: Is it? I don't mean to interrupt you, but is it? Was it one of those situations with Chloe where? Was she actually being nosy, or was it a conversation that she just happened to actually overhear? The the, the way happened? the story goes
2: is she was eavesdropping.
0: Okay, yeah,
2: and that was the reason they cut off her ear.
0: Okay, so she was legitimately trying to hear the conversation. Yeah,
2: okay. yeah, yeah. And that's not the only tragic thing that happened in that house. They they did have deaths throughout that house. But you got to remember the Civil War happened, and and uh, there was deaths that took place then. And and people don't just see Chloe. They or the kids. See, or the kids. You know, they see, you know, you know Civil War era uh, things, apparitions, things like that. Wasn't
1: there another person who owned the plantation after that? And well, the, he died on the 13th step?
2: The, yeah. Okay, yeah. They, they said he was pushed down the steps and he died. Now, Clark, Clark um, Woodruff, he died of tuberculosis. He, that
0: seems to be like a freaking deadly Oh man, deadly back disease. then they didn't have
2: any cure for it. I mean, tuberculosis was a death sentence. Yeah. You know, it just, as a matter of time. It was like their era of AIDS. Yeah.
0: Oh wow. <laughs> well, it was. And so it's it was a widespread epidemic. Well, they
1: wouldn't, get, tuberculosis you really couldn't prevent from getting it you can. Just don't have unprotected sex at a truck stop, and you won't get tuberculosis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> tuberculosis? Wasn't that from Smoky? You keep people? calling it tuberculosis.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm like, am I mishearing that?
0: <laughs> I
2: was letting it roll. Is with that you. what it really tuberculosis. is? Tuberculosis. My bad. Or maybe <laughs> we're pronouncing it wrong. I don't know. What
1: just... if it's, it's Turby? <gasps> turban, Turberculosis. <laughs> Turb- <laughs> 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 don't mind it. How,
0: how mind. do you get t- tuberculosis well i think it's it's it's, it's, it's from attacks. smoking right well no, no no it's a disease
2: yeah. it's a disease it attacks the lungs it's it give your lungs get scar tissue it's a virus yeah you end up just i think pretty much suffocating to death i don't want to say i don't know um, we have google right here we can look it up the but i'm bronchial, just i'm too lazy to do well, I that can
1: say this where the bronchial, bronchial tubes, tubes it's kind of like bronchitis on steroids
0: oh okay yeah, I, I get it. Now. Yeah,
2: that old thing. But um, but yeah, the, the Myrtles Plantation has to be, without a doubt, the one time I can say that in my life I legitimately saw something I couldn't explain. Were you freaked? It freaked me out. It, it really did. I mean, I don't get freaked out. Like I said, y'all, I'm a skeptic, and I think I'm such a skeptic is because I want to see something, and you never do, and I never do. And this is the one time I can say, y'all, that, that something, something ain't, something ain't right.
0: And that's how I felt about the Bigelow Hotel, because after I got there, I didn't hear the stories until I, you know, I started working in the refinery down there, and they're like, where are you staying? You know, we said, oh, we're staying at the Bigelow, and they're like, oh, the Ben Loman I mean, because it's got three names, so mm-hmm. they all know them as all their names, and I was like, yeah, that's where we're staying, and then I started hearing these stories, and these, these ghost tales, and, you know, the tragic deaths, and I'm like, oh, what are we going to see? Right. Ronson. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: but. It's I mean, like
1: uh, the Stanley Hotel.
0: Yeah. That's where, you gotta uh, be a, that's where The Shining was filmed, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. And that's why I went on my honeymoon dude. with Rose. That's why you got to bring
0: the Ouija
2: board.
1: There's no way I'm bringing
0: that. You got to bring the Ouija board.
1: If, if y'all step foot on my property with a Ouija board. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm not going to do the Ouija board thing. Um, I talked to I've my sister. always wanted to. I, I talked to my sister. I've never she had. had. She really doesn't want me to do it, so I'm not going to do it. And my sister doesn't. She doesn't really tell me. What to do with my life? But these are one of the things she said.
2: I'm just it. saying, man. If I'm if I'm opening a portal to hell for my soul, I'm not going alone.
1: Yeah, don't take me with you. So
2: let's all get a Ouija board. No, no I'm and not. Let's gonna, do this. I'm not going to do it. First Dude, off,
1: you don't even have to buy one. You can make one. I, I already rented
2: that. a goat to sacrifice. <laughs> and I brought the I got the rod. Okay. So look, y'all are y'all pussing out on me?
1: Oh, I never puss out. I'm telling you to do it because I just know more about this stuff I want to do it Please by don't myself. Miss it. Please don't miss oh,
2: we're
0: it. We're doing it. I'm doing you it.
1: You can do it by yourself. Cool. Yeah.
0: You can do it. Just Facebook Live us. And <laughs> 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 am yeah. okay? um, gonna um for, for those of you that are listening to our podcast, if uh, you guys could give us a like and share on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash D. QE guys, even if you don't like us, yeah, if you you hate us, send us messages, we'll reply. I promise. Yeah, throw us a like. If me and Mick don't reply, Lanny B certainly will.
1: And this Halloween, if you use a Ouija board, remember you're all Caucasians.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are the question everything, guys, so let's get to today's question: paranormal. Is this shit real, Lanny B?
1: I believe it is real when it comes to demons.
2: Oh, I definitely
1: believe.
0: Um, certain stuff, I guess. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I believe in it. I'm kind of like you, Mick. I'm more of a, a skeptic. Like, I haven't seen any ghosts. I haven't seen any apparitions. I did have my experience with faulty elevators, <laughs> but I just, I don't know, man. I guess because I'm, I'm, I'm the type of person where I want to see with my own eyes. If I don't see it, it didn't happen.
2: You're right, and and I want to say I have seen it with my own eyes, and 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 this is the thing: it's the human condition. What do we do? we try to make sense of it but i can't make sense of that like i i can't make any there's no normal reason what i what i've seen and and, and we're just talking about the murders. i've seen other things too i got to remember i worked as a security guard in a hospital for like 3 years
1: i hate hospitals
2: and dude i've seen some crazy stuff there maybe next episode we'll get into that i just see i, I think but i'm still i still want to say i'm a skeptic I still want to, but I think I'm just fooling myself. I don't think I am, but I want to say I am. Does that make sense?
0: A little, yeah. okay, a little bit. I guess it does. You're stuck in the middle.
2: I'm in pur- I'm in <laughs> purgatory. I'm in purgatory, you're in, the, you're in paranormal purgatory. You're in the peepee.
0: <laughs> I'm all in the peepee. <laughs> <laughs> we got a uh, we got uh, R. Kelly over here. <laughs>
1: Be on you
0: <laughs> from all of us at the question everything guys podcast this is Sean
1: Laney BP
0: the <laughs> Mick <McPink>. P <laughs>